And I can see the ground now, I'm way too gone, way too gone. All right, legends. Welcome back, dude, to yet another episode of Get Around Me. What a time it is to be alive, truly. What a week we're all having. You know, Sydney, the lockdown continues. And now some of our brothers and sisters in this great nation, and I don't use the word great lightly, have decided to join us. What a time it is. Okay, welcome. Melbourne, our comrades from last year who did it tough. I must say, I now have a little bit more sympathy uh, towards our our southern neighbours, RE some of the harassment uh, we sent their way last year, okay? It was foolish of us to make fun of you during last year's lockdown. Um, Now, we are seven weeks here in Sydney, seven weeks and counting. And we're the only state that's really picked up momentum the further the lockdown goes on, okay? The more we lock down, the more cases we get. That's how we do it in what should be the nation's capital, okay? Anyone... Anyone can lock down and stop a disease, all right? How about you try locking down while also simultaneously having that very disease thrive, all right? That's what, that's what makes us the kings of the East Coast. We do things differently and we don't give a fuck what anyone has to say about it, all right? I saw Adelaide just, I think Adelaide did a state of emergency because they got like seven cases. Rookie numbers, Adelaide, rookie numbers, all right? Dude, seven cases. I mean, fucking hell. A little bit, little bit panicky, Adelaide. A little bit panicky, all right? I think when we had like 120 cases, I still went to like a fucking G-Flip concert that weekend, dude, all right? That's how it's done in Sydney. 150 cases, don't worry. Splendor in the Grass is very much still on. <laughs> Perth continues to be an oasis, a faraway place where people drink beers, and touch each other physically, okay? And they stand up while they do both of those things. That's three things, you know, no one on the East Coast has done in quite some time, I can assure you. But my God, I feel like Perth is becoming like some sort of a desert oasis where you just think, fuck, if only I could get there. You know, they've got the bloody, the fucking walls of Narnia out the front and and this bloke who won't let us in. I mean... For years, we've been letting you come to Sydney, Perth, hey? Harbour Bridge, etc. The Opera House. Remember those photos you got? Now, all of a sudden, we want to duck back in. It's a one-way street, okay? Well, we will remember this, okay? We will remember this, you know? The states... I've never thought of the states as different from each other until COVID, hey? Until COVID, I just thought it was fucking... You live in La Vida Loca... Adelaide, Perth, Melbourne, whatever, dude, you know, they're all less than the city I live in. You know, there was an equality there. It went Sydney, and then there was a second tier of this nation's great capital cities. And uh, and that was order for me. Everything made sense. But now, there's definitely a bit of that where, you know, you're seven weeks into lockdown, and you got a friend of yours in Perth, you know, going nuts at a fucking winery. Or, or a mate of yours in Brisbane is even, you know, outside. I mean, even that is looking pretty good at this stage. Um, and you do start to think, wow, let's fucking, let's attack these people. Let's let's bomb this state. And uh, let's, these are our enemies. Make no mistake. These, like, it really fucking gets in your head, I think. 
you know, I had some impure thoughts about storming the border up at Queensland. I don't even want to go in there. But I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But welcome to Melbourne. I think New Zealand's in lockdown as well. Fuck yeah, dude. Come on in, lads. The water is just fine. (laughs) It's 23 degrees and filled with your most deep and insecure anxieties. Okay? So jump on in, brother. Jump on in. But it's a huge week this week at the Lad Pad. Lots going on. Mitch has moved out. Okay? Mitch has moved out. We haven't heard a lot from Mitch in recent times on the pod. We haven't really heard from anyone in recent times on the pod. There has not been a lot to report. Okay? But Mitch has moved out. We are down to three. Uh, You know, farewell, Mitch. It was a great stint. One of the shorter ones we've seen, but it was quality, not quantity. I can assure you. So, you know, it's sad to see him go. Mitch brought a lot of things to the pad we had not seen before. Uh, Cardio was right up there at the forefront. Um, Often I'd wake up at fucking 11 on a Saturday and I go, oh, Mitch, good morning, mate. What have you been up to? And he goes, I've just run a half marathon. And it's like, sweet. So there's there's a way to start your day feeling like an absolute piece of shit. All you've achieved for the day is waking up, Bill, and this bloke has traveled 21 kilometers using nothing but his his own two getaway sticks. I mean, and, and also, the day continues. He's got more planned, you know? He's eating a fucking three-bean super salad, and he's probably going to go, you know, free climbing or some shit. He's a very active man, Mitch, okay? It was hard to keep up at times. And, uh, you know, it really did throw it in your face that, you know, there wasn't a lot going on as far as cardio at the pad. Um, But he also cooked on Sunday nights. He introduced some vegetables there. Just a great time. A hell of a pool player. A hell of a bloke. We're going to miss him. We're going to miss him quite a bit. Now, on the note of farewells, we have a second farewell to make, unfortunately. And, you know, this one is a tough one to break to, uh, to the listeners. Lads, I don't know what to say. Oh, my God. I'm rattled. I'm rocked. I'm shocked. I'm jocked. Call my mum because I'm fucking, I've lost it here. This is, this is a tough one to say. Adzi, the man we all know and love, 37-time Pelican of the Week winner. While he still physically calls this address his home, spiritually, I can assure you, he has in fact moved out. Um, Adzi, Adzi has a full-blown girlfriend, everybody. I don't know where to begin. I fucking do not know where to begin, dude. A full-blown girlfriend. This is not like, oh, no, we're just like sleeping together during lockdown. I, I have it on pretty good authority that he likes her quite a bit, okay? the I don't know if the word love is being thrown around. It's a conversation for those two crazy kids. But I tell you what, we've lost Adzi, okay? And it is getting pretty fucking weird around here without him. Okay, I think Adzi's up to about five nights a week at his missus' place. And when he's home, you know, I mean, he's physically here, but emotionally, no, he's not here anymore. You know, he's vacant. He's just looking at his phone. Oh, oh, what'd she say? Oh, oh, sorry, boy, it's got to go. Oh, it's a fucking, we're going to, we're going to order takeaway cocktails and make homemade pizzas. Then tomorrow night, we're going to get takeaway pizzas and do homemade cocktails. Oh, God, guys, I'm freaking out. We lost Adzi. 
this, you know, this house was built when the original four bachelors moved into this place, the original four lads, of which I was one of them. Uh, the four of us signed an agreement that, um, you know, there would be no girlfriends in this house. It was a single, it was a lad, it was a lad pad. It was a, it was a pad for single men to be single. Okay. It's kind of starting to sound like some sort of a gay brothel, but I can assure you it was very straight and it was very cool. Okay. It was very cool. Um, and during that time, you know, unfortunately there's been a lot of slip ups because, you know, sometimes you walk into the shops and you just, you trip over and you think, oh fuck, I'm in love. You know, sometimes you do accidentally fall in love on your way to the shops. Okay. Sometimes you meet, you, you, you freaking, you go get a flat white one day and you realize the barista is the goddamn hottest chick you've ever seen. Three weeks later, you meet her fucking parents going, what's doing? I have no idea what's happening right now. Okay. So <clears throat> a lot of great men have fallen during their time at the pad. I have to put my hand up. I was one of them. I was one of them. I did have a girlfriend our first year here. Um, the only thing is I didn't have the courtesy to move out once I got one, whereas all the other lads have. Maddo's girlfriend. Hasta la vista. He left. I wouldn't say he left. He, it's, it's more of a moving on, you know? It's graduating, if you will, uh, from, you know, sort of light drug use with Macca on the back patio to, um, to furniture shopping and, you know, eternal happiness. But yeah, Maddo's girlfriend moved on. Brad, the most powerful rooter we've ever seen here at the pad. Girlfriend, moved on. Samo's girlfriend, moved on. I at least had the fucking common courtesy to just get dumped and continue to live here as an alcoholic. Okay? I'm the only one who's stayed the course. And look at me now, wearing a bucket hat, not a care in the world. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> so we lost Adzi. We've lost Adzi. Maka is the only one in the history of the lad pad not to fall um, to the lover's curse. Maka is some sort of a communist robot. I've never seen a man um, sort of feel less uh, for the opposite sex. I mean, yeah, the guy's Teflon. Good luck, ladies, okay? And, and you know what? If you want to try and fix Maka... Take a fucking ticket, dude. And let me tell you, you will not be the first bird to attempt it, okay? This bloke, I'm telling you, he's, he's something else. He's not 100% human. I want to... I reckon he might be half salamander or something. You know, just something a bit slippery. He's got a bit of a reptile in him, I'm telling you. This guy is tough to pin down, okay? So, Mac is the undefeated eternal bachelor. Um, and... Now it's just me and Maka here at the pad. Adzi is never here. Um, he he reckons he doesn't have a girlfriend. He's pulling this shit. You know when blokes are like, you know when blokes are like married with two kids and they're like, oh, come on, lad, she's not like my girlfriend. Come on, boys, it's not like that. It's like, dude, you fucking got brunch with her parents last week. It's over, okay? It's over. You know, let's be honest. If we went in lockdown right now, Adzi, you'd be at the fucking Hunter Valley, brother. Taste testing Merlots. Shit. I'm fucking, I've, I've been reluctant to talk about this because I knew I'd get so fired up. But we fucking lost Adzi, dude. Shit. And now it's just me and Maka alone at the pad. Heaps. 
and we're in lockdown. And I got to say, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good at all. Me and Maka watched Spy Kids 2 last night, dude. <laughs> Spy Kids 2. And it's not good. I think we all know Spy Kids as a kid was a fantastic film franchise. I'm not here to shit on it. Okay? Spy Kids 3 changed my life and I only saw it last year. So I'm not here to shit on the franchise. I'm not here for that. But let me tell you that the visual effects have not held up whatsoever. Um, we tried we tried to get high to fucking enjoy it, but I do not think there is weed strong enough on the planet uh, for grown men to enjoy Spy Kids 2. I mean, I'm, it looked like it was filmed and edited on a fucking Nokia 210, dude. It was not good. It was really not good. And I just thought, fuck, it's just me and this bloke from now on. You know what I mean? I just thought, we're going to end up, we're definitely going to end up like fucking Mr. Burns and Homer Simpson in that episode of The Simpsons where they get trapped in the snow cavern and they start like hallucinating and trying to kill each other. That is totally going to be us, dude. Totally going to be us. I swear to God, I, I was watching Macca just in the kitchen the other day. You know, he's just got that smug grin, McElroy. Always so smug. I was just watching him. I just—I swear to God, someone said, break a chair over his head. Now, I didn't say it, but, but I heard someone that did. Okay? So, we are, we are full on losing it here at the pad, but I'm here for it. Okay? You want to go, you want to lock us down for six months at a time? Let's see what sort of a fucking weirdo pops out at the end of this thing, dude, because we're on edge. But uh, <laughs> anyway, that was probably a bit weird. But uh, so it is another send-in episode I should I should have uh, mentioned. This week, the send-in is what do girls want to know about guys? You know? I, was, I wasn't sure what to do for this episode, and I thought, what do I know about? What do I really have the knowledge that people seek in regards to? And after preparing a half 2007 Ashes series slash Avatar The Last Airbender podcast episode, um, I decided to go with this question instead. Possibly a bit too niche on the thinking from me. But yeah, I've just got one thing... Um, to talk about and then we'll crack into that dude is this 16 minutes shit dude okay for once i'm actually behind schedule if you can believe that this is a new feeling for me usually i'm at 23 minutes going holy fuck darcy get ready to pad the next 17 you know but here i find myself um with a little bit of time to drag my feet you know or speed up, I should say. I'm so far into this. Um, oh, yeah. So, I wanted to tell this uh, this story. So, I got a bit of a yarnaroo. Just following up on last week's dating episode. Um, I've had several DMs from various people saying that I did, in fact, change their lives. I am responsible for at least three people getting married over the weekend, um, which I'm very proud of. And uh, and one guy, one guy said that, he literally, I, you know, he owes me everything. That's what he said. He, he sent me a photo of his family, right? Wife, three kids. And he said, none of this would have been possible without Billy Darcy. And I thought, 
that's what I'm here for. You know what I mean? That is what I'm here for. So beautiful, touching moments. But obviously, we had the dating episode. I answered a series of dating questions using my uh, my steadfast wisdom. On Friday, I found, I found myself traveling to an actual date. And here's the thing, dude. This is just an example of why you should never, never really take anything I say particularly seriously. Because the only thing I really said of substance on that dating episode was that I hate it when people pull out last minute of stuff. I fucking hate it, dude. Okay? So I was going on a date, a third date as well. So... You know, you could argue this is, you know, business end of the season, sharpie, uh, sharp point of the stick, etc. cetera. Uh, but, you know, it's very tough to date during, uh, during lockdown because I went on two dates with this girl and then I had to self-isolate for two weeks. And that is what we call a momentum killer. Okay. You're two dates in and then two weeks, that's it. All over Red Rover. So, so yeah, the third date, I would say it was almost like, a second date. It was a third date, but it had second date energy, I would say, due to the three-week layover. Um, but anyway, convinced uh, convinced this bird to to see me once again. And uh, twelve thirty, we're going on a walk. Sorry, one o'clock. I thought it was one o'clock in my books. I've already got the the time wrong here, and uh, you'll see that this is actually quite poignant. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm in my head. It's one o'clock, so I get into the, uh, I get into the car at a gentleman's twelve thirty-five, and it's a fifteen-minute drive, you know. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm there to be there. I'm here to be here, and I'm about to be there. So I'm in the car. I'm in the metro as well. It's a fifteen-minute drive in a normal car. We're looking at eleven, eleven flat in the metro. She texts me. She says, "I'm going to be a couple of minutes late." And this is 25 minutes out. I'm thinking, fucking hell, babe, where are you coming from? The Blue Mountains. I said, no worries. I'll see you when I see you. You might be late, but I'm about to I'm about to be on time. Okay? So this is as I'm walking to my car, I should say. And because uh, it's just around the block. Anyway, I get in the metro and I get the text you never want to get. You never want to get this text. Hi, I'm here. Where are you? Uh, fuck. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, I'll tell you where I am. I'm not there because I think you'll find that our date is in 25 minutes time. But before I start lambasting this poor woman, I, I just scroll up. It was actually 12.30, not one o'clock. I'm actually five minutes late. I haven't even fucking turned up. I stood this chick up accidentally and I'm just horrified. It was the only activity I had planned all week. It was the only reason I had to leave the house apart from walking all week and I missed it. Can you believe that? <laughs> My one outing for the week, I fucking missed it. And then I was like, oh, do you feel like waiting around for 20 minutes? I'll be there. <laughs> and she was like, nah, don't worry about it. We'll do it another time. But I was like, fuck, you've, the, you've blown this Darcy, you piece of shit. like <laughs> absolute pelican of the week behavior. Could not believe it. And the worst thing is, well, I mean, the worst thing is, for, I mean, there's a there's a few bad things going on here. You know, huge stuff up. I've missed my one activity for the week, my one hang. Um, you know, let's be honest, that second date energy, 
If I see her again, it's going to be first aid energy. I mean, God damn it, I'm working backwards here. By the end of this lockdown, I will be down to texting. I mean, this is, it's tough, tough sledding in lockdown. Okay? Tough sledding. So, end up missing the date. And then this chick uh, is quite a prominent TikToker. Okay? So, so the good thing about it was that she ended up doing a pretty funny video. Um, she was like, oh, what about this video? Do you mind if I post this? And I was like, that is fucking hilarious, dude. So I ended up getting rinsed on TikTok, you know, a little bit of clout on there, bit of a, uh, celeb couple vibes, perhaps if, uh, either of us were in fact a celeb. Um, but yeah, so I ended up missing the date, got rinsed on TikTok deservedly. And, uh, and then that was my only activity for the week. So, so yeah, dude, <laughs> that so there you go i I fucking straight after doing a dating special the do's and don'ts of dating i should have prefaced that by saying at the start of the episode i should have said the do of dating you have to actually turn up you have to actually write down the time that you agreed to that you said you'd be there at write it down in your calendar because for some reason i just got in my head that it was fucking you know one o'clock so yeah, that's it. That's uh, that's my one activity for last week. I missed it. Dear Lord, help us all. <laughs> I can't believe it. And now I've got nothing in the books for this week. So, you know, what goes around comes around. Actually, I'm seeing a friend tomorrow. So, fuck you, dude. What about that, hey? Hey, we've all got plans. We're all busy. So, there you go. Anyway, better get into this fucking... Uh, this... Uh, uh, what do you call it? A send-in. The questions. So the questions, they're all about what do women want to know about blokes? So the main question I got from chicks was, oh my God, where do I start? And I got a lot of like, sorry, Billy, I wouldn't know where to begin. Or, um, you know, God, how much time do you have? Okay. So message received, girls. You think um, You think we're weird. And, uh, and you know, sorry about that. Where we are delicate creatures. We are, you know, beasts of subtlety at times. And at other times we are, we're just plain beasts. So, you know, here's a peek behind the curtain. The mysteries of the modern lad are about to be revealed. And I think it's quite fitting that they are revealed by a man wearing a bucket hat. Uh, the spiritual garment of my people. So here we go. What do we got? Okay, so, first question. Here we go. Why do blokes on Tinder hold a fish in their profile picture? Okay, this is an easy one. Firstly, ladies, it's not a fish, it's a clue, okay? It's a little clue we've put in the picture there. What do women want? They want someone who can provide. Okay, they want someone who's going to have food on the table. The protector, you know? That's what women want. Okay? That's what we are doing when we've got the when when, when you see a bloke standing there with a, and he's got a beautiful 30 centimeter trevally and he's just fucking holding it up nice lighting right there. He's not saying, "Look at this fish." He's saying, "Look at what I've provided you." Okay? Look at look at this Look at the Omega-3 I'm holding right now, okay? That's what he is saying. He's saying, he's saying, if you choose me, 
you will always have plenty of fresh fish, okay? It's because it's we, we're showing you that we can provide. That's what that is. It doesn't mean they're weird fishing blokes. It doesn't mean that, you know, they're the only girl they've spoken to in the last 10 years is their sister. It's not a red flag. You know what I mean? It's a sign of the safety and prosperity that man can provide. Okay? I thought that was obvious. It's it's another one of our... Uh, you'll often see blokes on Facebook with just sort of a, a Holden Commodore as their profile picture. Okay? Now, what we're actually saying by that is... Say, we're not saying, hey, I'm a psychopath. Uh, that's why I, I'm not showing my face uh, because I'm doing some fucking weird shit on Facebook. And I'm a weird person and I no one's ever taken a photo of me. I'm like a vampire. You know, I'm like some sort of a bogan vampire. No one's ever captured me on film. That's why I have a 1997 Holden Commodore as my profile picture. That's not what we're saying. What we're actually saying is, hey, babe, I got a fucking car, okay? You need a lift or what? That's what we're saying, all right? That's what it's all about. It's about me showing you, hey, do you need, do you want to go to Newcastle for the weekend? Because I can, I can provide that. Then we go, we'll go, we might freaking go past a river. I'll catch you a fish. There's lunch and dinner, you know? Then that's what it's all about. Look, it's also saying, you know, this, this Holden Commodore is now a collector's item as well. So it's quite expensive. So there you go. Now I'm showing you that I'm a businessman as well. We are showing you what we are capable of. You know, ladies, you want, you say you want a protector. You say you want all these things. How are we, how are we supposed to show you that via a JPEG? I'll tell you how. You pose with a fucking huge fish in a Holden Commodore. That lets you know that, yes, we are, in fact, marriage material. All right? That one was too easy. Next question. Why do men always go for crazy chicks? Is it a mistake or do you like drama? Okay. Why do we go for crazy chicks? I'm not 100% sure we do, to be honest. I don't think any, any man would say he likes drama, unless you're talking about uh, the OC, the famous television series, then, then fuck yeah, I love drama, dude. Okay? Fuck yeah. But as far as uh, real life women uh, that aren't being played by Rachel Bilson, I would say we don't, we don't love drama. And I don't think any bloke would intentionally chase down a crazy bird. Uh, here's the thing. We don't know you're crazy when we're going in because girls, it's very, you know, it's not obvious, you know, like girls are just, you just see a stunning girl. You don't really know anything about her. I feel like guys give more clues, you know, if you got like freaking, you know, at least guys will get a fucking neck tattoo and a lip ring to let you know that they're a fucking psycho, you know, where are the clues with the, the girls? There's some girls have crazy eyes, but I feel like that's really... That's, you know, the, the, the 1%, they're the extra crazy ones. But I mean, most girls, you just, you got no idea until one night you wake up and she's fucking going through your school photos, trying to get an idea of what our kids would look like. God forbid we had any. I mean, who fucking saw this coming? You know what I mean? I'm as miffed as you. I don't want to be part of this shit. So yeah, I don't know. I don't think, uh, I don't think we do. And if we do, it's by accident. And yeah, guys are psychos for sure, but I think there's more clues. So I think you've got a bit more of a uh, 
bit more of a uh, an insight. But then chicks love bad boys anyway. So I don't know. There is something like if if a chick's a little bit fucking, a little bit like uh, out there or a little bit weird. Yeah, I fucking love it. So yeah, there there might be something to that. But I wouldn't say I. Yeah, I wouldn't say I, any guy goes after crazy chicks on purpose. But also. If a chick's a little bit unhinged, yeah, there's something there's something to that for sure. Now that I'm thinking about it, you know. But yeah, no, I don't think we do intentionally to answer your question. Next question. Do guys gossip to the lads about women you have sex with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, babe. Um I mean, yeah, Santa's also not real. How about you get your head out of the sand and fucking participate in this world? I mean, of course we do. <laughs> of course we do. Everyone does. I don't, you know, I subscribe to all 37 genders and I can assure you each one of them, there's not a single fucking man, animal, alien, whatever in this universe that doesn't get a root and then immediately want to tell their friends about it. I think, is that, is that out of the box? You know, but yeah, absolutely, dude absolutely and you know i always there's always like that uh there's that stereotype that women always they talk about sex but like super graphically so i don't know if men talk about it as graphically as women ironically but i would say that even if we don't get into the the disgusting details as much as women do i would say we talk about it in like a a more fucking like a more weird way i don't know like we just talk about i don't know like super insensitively i don't know well i don't know what the what i'm trying to go for but i'm just picturing yeah it's just it's absolute just yeah no holds barred relentless banter and then yeah when you start dating a girl i would just i would stop that probably you know what i mean next question why are party shirts such a turn on this is easy Nothing on this planet says I am a powerful lover like a crazy floral print. Nothing. Okay? That's just the way it is. I'm not sure, but it's it's the sign of our times. Uh, party shirts are here to stay, I hope. I fucking love them. Uh, they're just sensational. It's a good way to express yourself. And um, I don't know, I think a cool party shirt just says that I, I like to party. And, you know, what's fucking cooler than that? Oh, yeah, this is Billy. He likes to party. That's what I'm saying with my shirt, you know? Whereas I feel like these fucking Ralph Lauren pelicans with the with the white button-ups looking like, uh, you know, they're in some sort of a General Pants cover band. I think they, I just look at these blokes and think they just don't look fun. You know what I mean? They just don't look like fun blokes. Always, like, getting fucking photos in their sunnies trying to look cool even though they're fucking working HR, you know? I just think it doesn't look fun. Whereas I think you rock a nice party shirt. You're like, fuck yeah, dude, I'm here to, I'm here to party. You chuck a, chuck a couple of extra syllables in the word party when I've got this thing on, you know what I mean? So, so that's why. Next question. Been dating a guy for three months and he hasn't asked me out. Why not? Okay. I had a few versions of this as well. 
So here's the deal. The social backlash uh, for getting a real girlfriend in lad culture is truly horrifying. Um, You've seen people, you've seen celebrities get cancelled. You basically get cancelled by your mates. Uh, Your inbox is a veritable war zone and your life will go dark for two to three weeks, okay? Until either one of the other lads does something either dumber or funnier than that or one of the other lads gets a girlfriend, okay? So, and you can go from alpha of the group to one of the lower ranked members uh, by getting a girlfriend, okay? Especially if you get, if, if the lads think you got one too quickly, you know, if you fall in love at the drop, at the drop of a hat, start dating this chick uh, out of nowhere, yeah, social suicide in lad culture, okay? So I can assure you that's the reason. Nothing to do with you. I feel like, let's not forget that uh, men are extremely self-absorbed as any human being, so it's all about us, you know, it's all about the lads, it's all about it's all about maintaining your social status within the pack. And getting a girlfriend is, it's saying to the lads that, hey, look, I'm probably looking at fucking powering down this whole drinking and gambling thing. That's what it's really saying. And it terrifies us. So, so that's why. That is why. And, uh, and so you'll often see blokes who are, you know, they've got full-blown girlfriends trying to convince the men around them that that's not the case okay so that's why that happens um don't take it personally he will eventually ask you out obviously and don't be afraid to just be like oi what the fuck you know a lot of blokes are just hopeless as well so but yeah we'll deny that shit until we die i don't you know i'm just telling you why but i don't know why that is the case like you know me and my mates we're too far gone now this is probably you know, if you want to enact some real change, I'd go talk to some year seven boys and just just get in their head a bit, you know, that it's okay to have a girlfriend. Um, but that is why, you know, like I said before, you'll see blokes with fucking, I, I know a guy with, a fu- with fucking grandkids and he's like, oh yeah, it's nothing serious, mate. Nothing serious. We're just having a bit of fun, brother. You know what I mean? So that's why. Uh, the, the banter, the backlash and all of the above. Uh, they have to weather that storm. The, the group chats they once called home are now, you know, it's just basically a tee-off fest on the bloke who's got a girlfriend. So, so yeah, so that is why. That is why. Next question. Why don't guys need much to be happy? Fucking hell. It's a bit full on. Um... Why don't guys need much to be happy? Well, I don't know. I don't think we do. I think it's a fair point. I don't need really anything. Um, I mean, it like for my birthday, like if you gave me $2,000 right now and said you have to buy an object with it, I wouldn't even know what to buy. I don't I think when guys hit like 20, I'm very suspicious of guys who like still like presents after like the age of 20. You know, guys who are like, oh, my my brand new gaming chair is coming this week or like, you know, I bought a fucking drone or something. I just, I just think, Jesus Christ, mate, what are you doing? You know what I mean? It's a little bit suspect for mine, but, but yeah, we don't, I don't think, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's pretty chill being a guy. I mean, 
the thing with being a guy is no one cares what you look like. So there's fucking, there's, there's basically, you know, there's a lot of free time right there. No one cares what you look like. So you don't have to worry about that. And then no one really tells you to do anything. You don't really have to get married. No one really hassles you about that. As long as you have a job, I mean, as long as you have a job, that's pretty much all you have to do as a guy for society to be like, sick one, Bill. And then after that, you pretty much just put the feet up and see what Mac is up to. You know what I mean? So yeah, it doesn't take much. I really, my favorite activity is just hanging with the lads, to be honest, which is, I don't know if that's sort of sad or whatever, but I don't think it's sad to, no, I don't think it's sad. I don't know why I said that, but, um, but yeah, I just like having a chat and, uh, I think most blokes do pretty fucking easy. Yeah. I don't know. That question's probably a bit big for this podcast. I don't, I don't have the answer, but maybe that was in there. Next question. Why do guys love to bet on stuff? This is a good one. So yeah, I guess women don't really bet on anything. Um, we love to bet because it's fucking fun, dude. Okay. Gambling is, uh, you know, you're, you're not gambling with, uh, you know, $17 or whatever you've put down on this 12-leg multi. You're gambling with your very soul, okay? You're gambling for the chance to feel alive for five minutes, all right? You fucking, you have a seven-leg multi get up and, and it comes off and you're, and you're what, like the seventh leg is like a UFC fight or a soccer game. You, the adrenaline you receive from this is like some, it's, it's something no woman could ever give you, I'll, I can assure you. You know, it's fucking so fun. And then you have one win and then you're just chasing that for the rest of your life. Okay. So yeah, you know, you see blokes, uh, that's why you see blokes who froth on the pokies, you know, the old brickies laptop. Uh, these blokes, they just had one win one time when they were like 19, they pulled two grand out of a pokey machine and now they're 47 and they're still chasing that $2,000 and they're about 200 grand in the hole. You know what I mean? So you're just chasing that win. Like I haven't had many crazy gambling wins. I won two grand on the Melbourne Cup last year, which was pretty fucking handy. I'm not going to lie. And uh, and then I had a UFC multi where the last leg I needed this chick Rose Namajunas to win for five hundred dollars of of five dollars. Right? She head kick. She won by head kick KO in like the first second. I was I, I was so fucking psyched and so happy that I took Mac's guitar and smashed it to pieces in front of him. Like I was just I felt like a goddamn rock star, dude. Okay, so that's why we love to gamble, babe. Hey, fucking get some of that into you, dear God. I want to gamble right now just thinking about it. You know. So that's why. Next question: Why do guys pretend to enjoy the taste of beer? Okay, I can assure you, we are not pretending. Maybe we're pretending when we're like 16. Beer is an acquired taste, okay? Make no mistake. No bloke ever, you know, opens up a a can of VB at 15 and goes, my God, is that smooth, all right? You basically hate beer for like the first two months. And this is the thing that chicks need to wrap their head around, okay? A girl will have like one beer, taste her first ever beer at like 19 she'll take one sip and be like it's not for me and then never drink beer again 
It's an acquired taste. You've got to get into it a little bit. And I can't speak for all men, but I absolutely froth on it when chicks like beer. Just, I don't know, something about it. You know, it's like as well, I think when you, you see a chick driving a ute, it's fucking love that for some reason. I think for some reason I'm just heaps into lesbians and I don't know why. I don't know what the psychological tick of that is, but uh, but yeah, chicks that drink beer, it's a thing for sure, dude. But you got to make the effort at the start. You know, it's an acquired taste. But also on this one, you know, I didn't particularly, guys, guys drink wine. We don't fucking love that from the start either. I don't, I don't think any blokes hopped into a Shiraz for the first ever time and thought, my God, this is unbelievable. You know, you got to give things a chance, get into it, you know, really understand the beverage. So, so make the effort and you might, you might be enjoying a nice cold beverage as well. A nice cold bear, as they say in New Zealand. But, uh, but yeah, dude, we fucking do love it and you should too. Next question. Do guys catch feelings in friends with benefits arrangements? Yeah, dude, we're not robots. I mean, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yes, of course. I feel like in these things, one person catches feelings for sure. Unless unless one of them's a freaking communist robot sent from the future to root Billy Darcy. I mean, yes. Yes, I think so. But I don't know. I don't know if it's most... I don't know. I would say one person always does, you know? To my knowledge... Yep, no, I don't know anyone that has ever got out of a friends with benefits thing, like kind of scot-free. The only way it truly works, truly, friends with benefits, I think, is if like neither person feels anything, you know? But I think when you you spend time with someone, you know, maybe the guy's fucking naturally hilarious and, he, and he's got uh, flowing brown hair, you know, orange in some light, I will admit, <laughs> No, but for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. Dude, I'll catch feelings on the way to the fucking bathroom. Of course. Of course. Next question. It's a long one. Uh, Every second guy on Hinge says, I'm looking for a girl who doesn't take themselves too seriously. What does that even mean? This is a good question. Um... I'm not familiar with Hinge. I've never been on it, but I know it's a it's an app filled with the dark arts. So I'm a little bit, a little bit hesitant. But why we want a girl who doesn't take themselves too seriously? I mean, I mean, I want, I want people who don't take themselves too seriously across the board in life. You know, I think it's just you know I don't want any of my mates to take themselves too seriously either. But also, I don't, I don't want you to take me too seriously either. I mean, just fucking chill out. I feel like that's what the vibe on this one is. That's what I'm getting from it. Yeah, I don't want you to take me seriously. That is terrifying, you know? So, we just want a fucking chilled out bird, basically. I think that's the vibe of that one. Every guy just wants, you know, I don't know what guys want. I mean, guys want a fucking, a girl who's heaps funny, but not funnier than them. That's what I want anyway. I want a girl who's way funnier than me, so I get to laugh heaps, but but she's funny in a way that doesn't threaten me, <laughs> which is uh, pretty impossible when you have an ego as fragile as mine. But uh, but yeah, dude, I don't know. I would say, what was the question? 
Whatever I said, that was the answer. And we got one to go. So, why do guys think three-in-one shampoo is a good idea? Three-in-one shampoo. What is the third thing in three-in-one shampoo? I get one of them's conditioner. What is the third thing? Well, whatever it is, it's a bit of a bonus, isn't it? Fuck yeah, dude. Um, here's the thing. Guys, we're very busy. We are very busy. You know, we got to go out catch and catch some beautiful fish to put on social media, okay? We don't have the time to lather individually, all right? Especially with my beautiful long locks. My God, be, uh, the, the water bill will be through the roof. I'll be taking 45-minute showers, you know? So, I would say it's a time thing, babe. You know, I don't have the time to, to shampoo, condition, and whatever that third thing is. Body wash, is it? I'll steal adsies. Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, I would say we're just so busy, you know, running the world, babe. We're just so busy running the world. We're busy. <laughs> we're busy with all the advantages we get as men, you know. Um, so... So yeah, I would say we're fucking time savers and uh and yeah, I mean what's wrong with that? You know, is it a crime to be organized? Is it a crime to have a, a quick turnaround because you've got a, you've got you've got meetings and etc on the horizon? I don't think so. Okay? I don't think so. So yeah, dude, there you go. I've demystified the modern lad. I got to say a lot of those questions were really good. The questions on Instagram are fun because basically you're inviting people to direct message you whatever they want. You know, that's really the the concept. You can ask whatever question you want. You'll still get some guy from Adelaide, uh, you know, calling you a gay slur. So, you know, you're really opening a can of worms every week and there's some fucking funny shit that comes in. It's pretty good. But anyway, dude, that is the podcast for this week. There's a stand there's stand-up clip out, stand-up clips, etc. out. The stand-up. I do stand-up. Please watch it. <laughs> but yeah, dude, there's some stand-up on my YouTube channel about triathlons and stuff and something else. And uh, there's a new clip coming out next week. And there's a playlist on my YouTube channel that has all my stand-up videos in there. So, you know, there's a bit of a time saver if you are a bit of a three-in-one YouTube type situation because I think it just plays the next one automatically. So anyway, dude, thanks for listening.